This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. You can use most podcast platforms if you wish to listen. All you need to do is do a search for Dreamwalker 1960. The Holy Spirit had impressed upon me to address this podcast to those that will find themselves still here in this temporal plane of existence after the soon-to-occur rapture, and now profess to being, quote-unquote, Christian at this time. Noah, chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. Now the word of the Lord came to Noah, the son of Amity, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. But Noah arose to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare and went down into it to go with them to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. This is what those that now profess to being a disciple of Jesus Christ do. Thus, they like Jonah have turned their backs upon Christ's directive given to all that profess to being a child of God. Matthew 28, 18-20 And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in my name, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. They have turned their backs and run away from God, trying their best not to do as God has instructed them. Jonah chapter 1 verses 4 through 6. But the Lord sent out a great wind on the sea, and there was a mighty tempest on the sea, so that the ship was about to be broken up. Then the mariners were afraid, and every man cried out to his God, and threw the cargo that was on the ship into the sea, to lighten the load. But Jonah had gone down to the lowest part of the ship, had laid down, and was fast asleep. So the captain came down to him and said to him, What do you mean, sleeper? Arise, call on your God. Perhaps your God will consider us so that we may not perish. God is going to send a storm unto those that have fled from the Lord, yet profess to being one with him. It is called the tribulation. When the storm occurs, most that believe they are right with God, yet in reality they aren't, will be asleep. It will be someone that is starting to fear the events about them that will cause them that are asleep to awaken. They will insist that those left here and profess to being quote-unquote Christian to pray and fix what is wrong. Why? 
because they are starting to realize that they could be wrong, that God could be real, and they are looking to those that professed to being his followers will in some way fix the issue. Jonah chapter 1 verses 7 through 10. And they said to one another, Come, let us cast lots, that we may know for whose cause this trouble has come upon us. So they cast lots, and the lots fell on Jonah. Then they said to him, Please tell us, for whose cause is the trouble upon us? What is your occupation, and where do you come from? What is your country, and of what people are you? So he said to them, I am Hebrew, and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the seas and the dry land. Then the men were exceedingly afraid, and said to him, Why have you done this? For the men knew that he fled from the presence of the Lord, because he had told them. Why have you done this? But what do they mean by this question? In the case of those that will find themselves still here, unlike those the rapture takes, like those that are dead but have truly lived a Christian life, as well as those that were prepared and living a Christian life at this time, they will be asking them why they didn't follow the teachings within the Bible. Those asking the questions will ask them, why didn't they downsize? Why didn't they give more of their wealth to those in need and live off the least required to make it in this world? Why didn't they preach the word of God and spread the teachings of whom they profess to follow? Why didn't they separate themselves from the world as we are commanded to do? Then they may even ask the greatest question of all, how could you have abandoned he who created everything. Jonah 1, 11 through 13. Then they said to him, What shall we do to you that the sea may calm for us? For the sea was growing more tempestuous. And he said to them, Pick me up and throw me into the sea. Then the sea will become calm for you. For I know this great tempest is because of me. Nevertheless, the men rode hard to return to land, but they could not. For the sea continued to grow more tempestuous against them. What I am about to say will not fall into place with what transpired here in the verses of Jonah, but it will address the mentality of those in the first three and a half years of the tribulation. Many will still be going through confusion, especially those that find themselves left behind. Some will ask humans how they should act or respond. However, this is not how they should be asking for help. The more they themselves strive to accomplish any success in their withdrawal from the storm, they will find that they are fighting a losing battle, for the storm of the tribulation will grow ever deeper and stronger. Jonah chapter 1, 14 through 16. Therefore they cried out to the Lord and said, We pray, O Lord, please do not let us perish for this man's life, and do not charge us with innocent blood. For you, O Lord, has done as it pleased you. So they picked up Jonah and threw him into the sea, and the sea ceased from its raging. Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly and offered a sacrifice to the Lord and took vows. This is what is required for all those that awaken to the truth. 
They are to turn to the Lord and first acknowledge that He is real and the Creator of all. Then they are to accept Him through His Son, Jesus Christ. Then do what is required. Jonah 1.17 Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly for three days and three nights. When this verse is taken in context with Daniel 9.27, Then shall he confirm a covenant with many for a week. But in the middle of the week he shall bring an end to sacrifice and offering. And on the wing of abomination shall be one who makes desolate, even until the consumption which is determined is poured out on the desolate. We can see that those that embrace the ways of the Lord must allow themselves to be swallowed by the fish, to suffer without protest what is to be endured for those three years. They must enter into the prayer that Jonah entered into. Jonah chapter 2 verses 1 through 10. Then Jonah prayed to the Lord his God from the fish's belly, and he said, I cried out to the Lord because of my affliction, and he answered me. Out of the belly of Sheol I cried, and you heard my voice. For you cast me into the deep, in the heart of the sea, and the floods surrounded me. All your billows and your waves passed over me. Then I said, I have been cast out of your sight, yet I will look again toward your holy temple. The waters surrounded me, even to my soul. The deep closed around me. Weeds were wrapped around my head. I went down to the moorings of the mountains. The earth with its bars closed behind me forever. Yet you have brought up my life from the pit, O Lord my God. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer went up to you into your holy temple. Those who regard worthless idols forsake their own mercy, but I will sacrifice to you with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay what I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. So the Lord spoke to the fish, and it vomited Jonah onto dry land. I will pay what I have vowed. What is vowed is that they accept what will be the depths of their despair. They will not act in violence, but in love. Receiving the pain and suffering that they had brought upon themselves, just like Jonah had done. For they had run from his love, for their own wants and desires over what is required to be a disciple of Christ. Luke 14, 25-33 Now great multitudes went with him, and he turned and said to them, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, wife and child, brothers and sisters, yes, and his own life as well, he cannot be my disciple. And whosoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you intended to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost, whether he has enough to finish it, lest after he had laid the foundation and is not able to finish all who see it begin to mock him, saying, This man begins to build and was not able to finish. Or what king, going to make war against another king, does not sit down 
first and consider whether he is able with 10,000 to meet him who comes against him with 20,000 or else while the other is still a great way off he sends a delegation and asks conditions of peace so likewise whosoever of you does not forsake all that he has cannot be my disciple in chapter 3 of the book of Jonah he goes to the city of Nineveh and finally does as he is instructed. Then the city repents, even down to the animals, per the scriptures. Chapter 4 shows Jonah's reaction. Jonah 4, 1-3 But it displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he became angry. So he prayed to the Lord and said, Ah, Lord, was not this what I said? when I was still in my country. Therefore I fled previously to Tarshish, for I know that you are a gracious and merciful God, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness, one who relents from doing harm. Therefore now, O Lord, please take my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. So Jonah's excuse for running from his called task was because he knew that God would win. As the chapter continues, God gives Jonah an object lesson, and that is where it ends. Therefore Jonah decided for himself to override the rule of God. He sought after his own personal desires and wants over the will of God. This is the mentality that is full within those that will find themselves still here after the first and smallest of the raptures occurs. They will be angry, not out of rage, but out of fear. For at that moment, they will realize that God will win. They will realize that why they had turned their backs upon the creator of the universe, why they are angry, is because they chose to run from God. Their anger will not be at God, but at themselves. Now they must embrace the prayer of Jonah to God. I cry out to the Lord in my great trouble, and he answered me. I call to you from the depths of Hades, and Lord, you heard me. You threw me into the depths, and I sank down to the heart of darkness. The mighty darkness engulfed me. I was buried beneath my wild and stormy waves of the masses. Then I said, O Lord, you have driven me from your presence, Yet I will look once more toward your holy temple. I sank down the waves of despair, and the waters closed over me. Seaweed wrapped itself around my head. I sank down to the very roots of the mountains. I was imprisoned in the earth, whose gates locked shut forever. But you, O Lord my God, snatched me from the jaws of death, as my eternal life was slipping away, I remembered the Lord, and my earnest prayer went out to you in your holy temple. Those who worship false gods turn their backs on all God's mercies, but I will offer sacrifice to you with song and of praise, and I will fulfill all my vows, for my salvation comes from the Lord alone. Amen. God bless. 
Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the light, but it was up to me to make a name the world Jesus is the only name to remember. And I, I don't want to leave a legacy. I don't care if they remember me. Only Jesus. And I.